1: Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly, and Shannon
0: Gross.
4: Welcome to the SWBC Mortgage <laughs> Living Room in Frisco, Texas. Let's go. Welcome to the show, Nate Newton, Kurt Daniels, Jesse Holly. Hey. I am Shannon Gross, and I think. The question that's on everyone's mind, yeah, is Jesse okay? Is he still sitting on that front porch, or has he gotten off the porch and pulled himself at least into to the front door?
5: Jesse, how you feeling today? You know, I'm I'm good. I am positive. I got some positive things to say today. I, I talked to my therapist yesterday after the show. She got me back right. <laughs> Jay Holly is here. Let's go, man. You know, I'm not worried about being on the porch anymore. I'm I'm ready to move on, man. L- hey, tell it you looks it, like, like-
0: <laughs> go ahead on Shannon. Finish up, babe.
5: Oh, I was just Finish gonna up, say, Shane. Jesse. It
4: looks like you you did some, not only some internal housekeeping, but some external. You got your
5: picture hung yeah. on the
4: wall. You got you got that's the my that's my there. yeah
5: my <laughs> degree. You can't see that's my actual degree from North Carolina up there over my head. You can't see I'm under the glare. Well, you know how much it costs you, Jess? <laughs> 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 wow, did I buy one too?
6: <laughs> Let's go, Shannon. Let's get the show on yeah. the road, baby. <laughs> hey, oh, real, real quick, sucks. hey Shannon. You remember our you remember our buddy Jay in Rhode Island? Oh yeah, how could I forget Jay? He he is taking responsibility for this loss. He messaged me Uh-oh. yesterday. Remember, uh, remember Johnny Mush, his cousin. Yeah. Oh yeah. no. Few, oh no. Few years back, few years back, he went and watched the game with Johnny Mush and a couple of girls, I think. <laughs> yeah, his blind date. And he said yeah. it was a terrible experience. He hated it. He was never going to watch again. They lost that day. Well, he, he got did? roped into watching the game yesterday Sunday no, with Johnny Mush. Oh, Jay.
7: <laughs> Jay said we got mushed.
6: Jay. <laughs> Yes, wow. this let
4: this lands solely at your feet, Jay. I am so disappointed. You you promised that's us right. you were never gonna do
5: that again, man. That's just that's like amazing. my dad. Jay and the Cowboys are just like my dad. Johnny from <laughs> <on>. Jesse's <laughs>
4: dad. Oh, Nate, how you doing today? You alright? Hey,
0: great. Great, man. Uh once again I've been able to uh Somehow, you got some more free swag, man. Oh, man. Yeah, <laughs> I, got, I got one love more man. shot. I got one more day, man. <laughs> wow. So, hey, you know what? My pops keep showing up. Mr. Jones, love you, baby. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah. All right. Where that's are we going to take man. this thing today? You know, one thing we didn't really talk a whole lot about yesterday because we were as we were trying to pick ourselves up off the porch was uh, (laughs) dad's performance (laughs) Uh, he had a you know a record-breaking game he had what three costly turnovers put up a career high 472 (sighs) yards three touchdowns Um, you know I felt like to me and you guys give me your input on this I felt like maybe for the first time when he had the ball at the end of the game that he was at least going to get them down the field and put them in a position to win. And I don't know if it's because Seattle's you know secondary was so soft and they were able to move the, the ball all game, but I felt like for the first time I was confident. It felt like I was I, back in the day when Tony Romo had the ball. You didn't know if he was going to throw an interception, but you knew he was going to take you down the field and at least give you a chance to win a game. And I felt that way with Dak yesterday. How did you guys feel about his overall performance and and do you think he he, he did all that he could do to win that game?
0: Jess spoke on it yesterday, man. Go
5: ahead on and repeat it, Jess. Well, I think he had a I think he had a really good game um, and and not to not to take away from his performance, uh, you know we're we're seeing him shelter the load of being the the leader of this team, the playmaker of this team, you know, giving this team every opportunity to win. But he's still at a place where, sadly enough, he has to do more, and that—that—that's the unfortunate part is that he has to do more. Like, in order for this team to win, he has to go and do what Russell Wilson did. He has to go down and drive his team down for a score, and he's done it many times in the past before. But there are times in games where you need your quarterback to overcome all the mistakes to overcome all the bad coaching, to overcome all the bad uh plays, to overcome all the bad, whatever you want to call it. You sometimes need that that quarterback to erase all of those things and make a play or two to get his team in that position. Even the last play. If you go back and you watch the last play before he threw the interception, I mean, he was he was he was sacked. Yeah. I mean, he literally was sacked. And this wasn't no this wasn't no linebacker or DB who had a hold of him. This was another 290, 300 pound defensive tackle, uh, you know, D lineman that had a hold of him, and he he fought his way out of that one. I don't know if his internal clock kind of went off in his head, and he he kind of rushed it a little bit, but he had enough time to kind of reset, refocus, and maybe make a better throw to a better area. But you know, even that play alone, just being able to get out of that sack. And stay on your feet and get the ball downfield was something that you got to just go, wow. But the way that things are going for the Cowboys right now, and it's, it's un, it might be unfair, as well as he played, he has to play a play better. He has to play two plays better because that's the only way that they're going to win right now.
0: And, and I want to say this right here because I was kind of – On deck, and then I go back and I keep continuing to watch the film because it'll show you more and more as you watch it and you slow down and don't watch it as a fan, but start analyzing it as a player or as a coach or however you want to look at it. This is what's so amazing, fellas, is you give up 14 points, 14 not smart points on defense, just 14. Then you give up another two on a safety. That – that all falls on Dak because he has to answer those points with his offense. That's too much, fellas. That's too much even, even for Russell Wilson. I watch film of other teams and I and it's kind of getting away a little bit, but I, I, I see a lot of times guys just running wide open in our secondary for, for the big yardage, scores, Dak. Has so much on his shoulders, man. And then and then on top of that, Zeke was not in sync, especially in that first half. Dropping passes. He had overcome that. And multiple offensive line changes. Looney went in, came back out. Right tackle caught the flu. Like symptoms. Switched the whole offensive line. This kid is under duress from the first snap. That, Jesse, you're right. That's a lot to ask for. But guess what, Dak? You signed up for it, baby. Hmm. And you're going to have to start beating other big guns. Yep. You're 0-2 versus other big guns in the league, my friend.
6: Did you feel, though, that he was that far behind Wilson?
0: He, he's, he's not. What Wilson has collectively is a better situation right now.
6: Hmm.
0: His guys are answering the bell for him uh he was not on target the beginning of the game wilson was a little bit off but guys Mm -hmm. were making sure they catch that ball sometimes your receivers have to make plays for your quarterback to keep his confidence going that was a little bit off earlier in the game but nobody was catching the ball for him you have to make plays for that guy so late in the game when you need that that hookup where you saw Wilson drop that ball over our defensive back right into D.K. Uh, Metcalf, that, that was a pitcher uh, throw perfect. But most of the game, he was off. Same with Dak. And like Jesse said, if he had have just gathered himself, but, he, but his pressure had been mounting all game, Jess. Yeah. And so it kind of threw his clock off. So you have to help your quarterback, sometimes as players, so that he can help you in the end win a game.
5: And, it, and, and at times, it's something simple as go back and watch the, the route by Dalton Schultz, right? He has this, mm-hmm. his seam route, and, and you're supposed to snap it off right in front of that safety, and literally, it would have been a touchdown but Dalton just oozed into it there was no there was no suddenness there was no abruptness in his action it was more of a ooze into the route and you never made the db feel like you were going to do anything else you never put your foot in the ground and got across his face hard and he got in that broken up and then you don't you don't end up scoring on that play on that on that drive it's plays like that that you know what the th- he threw a great ball in there but because you didn't do your part um, as a route runner you allow the DB now to come in and make a play on the football and it it, it 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 mitigates an opportunity to go and score points. It's little things like that where you're saying, man, I, I, need, I need you to be right. I need you to do things right because we have, I have as a quarterback, I have zero room for error. And that's a tough place to be in as a quarterback of any team, of any team, is that I have zero room for error. And, you know, and, and the same thing is... I have zero room forever on offensive side because our defense can't stop anybody. And it works the same way when you watch a team like Kansas City, they sometimes are able to be more aggressive and to take more chances because in the back of their mind, we have the guy on the other side where if we give up seven, they can go and get seven just like that. And they're confident in that. So your defense is allowed to play more free. The play caller is allowed to call calls more aggressively. Guys are able to jump things because in their minds, they're saying, even if I give one up, even if I get smoked, I got an offense. I got to play caller. I got to play designer and I got a play maker on the other side of the ball. That's going to go back and get a seven at any given time of the day quick. So when you when, but for a quarterback, when you when, on your mind, if everything that you do, you have to be perfect. That is a recipe for disaster, and they begin to think that way, and, and and that's the way you don't want your quarterback to think, that he has to be perfect because you, 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 nobody else is going to step up.
0: You guys used to hear me talk about when Tony was here, and I used to say, how do you feel if you're the kid from Kansas City? You wake up and say, Man, all I got to do is toss this thing to Tyreek Hill, hand it to the kid from LSU. Well, I got my man out here on Robert out here. I just tossed him. I got a big nice. All I got to do is just make sure I get the ball into these guys' hands. But then you wake up and you, Dak, and you wake up saying, Man, I got to win this game. Well,
6: you know, it's a different thought, brother. It's a different thought. Shouldn't he have those weapons? I mean, he's got Zeke, one of the best running backs. He's got a receiving core that's considered the Zeke, best in the league. No, Zeke had what five you drops. What he did had you, five yeah. drops.
0: You, you can't. Brother, Zeke has had five drops one game, two fumbles the game before. I love Zeke. You're talking to the wrong one, brother. I love <laughs> Zeke. But you cannot, put, you cannot put your quarter. Last night, this kid from KC, man, is third and about 12. This dude throws a 30-yard touchdown bomb. We can't afford to do that in the game. We got to make sure we get this first down to keep everybody satisfied. We got to cover our defense. We got to cover our special teams. That's too much. Just think, we have a special teams that I thought that the best move we ever made this offseason until we got the kid from Oklahoma was our special teams coach. Kansas City is raving about a running back. I'm raving about a special team coach. <laughs> okay? Okay. But we haven't, we haven't shown on special teams as of yet that this is that this is true. But that kid from LSU with Kansas City makes them better. I had, our special team coach should have made us better. We haven't seen it yet.
4: Let's talk about that. Mm. Let's take our first break. Let's talk about special teams. Let's talk a little bit more about this. Cowboys offense and a little bit more of recapping the game when we return from our first break on hanging with the boys.
3: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them, Yo-Kiero, Yo-Kiero, Guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys.
4: Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Fresco, Texas. Get your tickets now, 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 to see the Cowboys take on the Cleveland Browns this Sunday, October 4th. A limited number of tickets are on sale. Get yours at dallascowboys.com slash tickets. All right, Nate, you mentioned special teams. That was your guy in the offseason. What the hell yes, is going sir. on in special teams? What, what, what is going on? Is this coaching? Is this is this players what, what, not playing smart football? What, what, is it a discipline thing? Is it all of the above? Go.
0: It's all of the above, but this is what Coach Fossil tried to do. Instead of making these guys earn his respect by showing that you understand down and distance or you understand what you're seeing, uh he practiced it. He said, I'm a show belief. He went to his head coach and said this, this, and this. Head coach said, we're going to show belief in these guys. Uh, they said, they thought that Tony Pollard was that type of guy that can catch that ball uh, two yards into the in, end zone running forward and getting out at least to the 27, 28-yard line. Well, he hasn't done that with any consistency. And the week before, he had a fumble. And it wasn't about the kickoff, but he had a fumble, he had a fumble that wasn't a fumble. And then he had that – boo-booed his package now he now he's not allowed to bring it out at all i would have went the other way i believe in being you got to show me that you're worthy for me to trust you before i see that before i do it and he has called some things but his players have not executed it and that that gives you pause because as the teams get better we'll want one and two but as the teams get better you can't take these chances because other teams value their special team play as the teams get better and better and better. And that's what all the Cowboys. The Cowboys' schedule don't get softer unless, unless it's the NFC East. But everything else is Bulldogs. Everything else is, is precision. So these guys got to show these coaches, especially the special team coach, that you can handle the business. The only bright spot we've had is uh, CD Lamb and returning punts. That's it. I don't even think the coverage teams are
6: doing well. You think what are you seeing? Know,
7: on... Go ahead, Kurt.
6: Do you think you know, Pollard is, he's, I think, second in the league in returning kickoffs, and he's averaging less than 20 yards a return. I mean, some of those have been relatively deep taking him out of the end zone. Is this something that the coaches are saying, yes, be aggressive, go for it, or is he just making bad decisions on his own? I'm going to let
0: Jesse answer that man. I, I I blocked for Jesse on on the on the returns but I never had that I couldn't call. It, so I'm going to let Jesse answer that.
5: Yeah, it I think it's a mixture of both. Um remember we kept asking the question offensively is You know, well, what do we do with Tony Pollard? How can we get in some snaps? So trying to keep a player engaged, you're saying, man, he has this ability to really be able to hit the holes and get through the holes quickly. What you want in a good running back, which a kick returner is nothing but an extended kind of running play. Right. If you look at it, these guys are blocking things up. you got to find a hole and hit it. What better person to do that than a running back? And now it's a way for him to get some snaps and kind of give him some sort of rhythm in the game because they haven't been able to find many snaps for him on the offensive side. So where at times where you might've said, nah, keep it in because you're trying to uh, placate to, to Tony Pollard and keep him in some sort of rhythm, you allow him every now and again to bring it out, even though the, you know the, the, the league average is, is most people are taking the touchbacks. And so... You know, him coming out is just kind of a way of, of getting him some sort of rhythm. But I think now you're going to start seeing them saying, hey, unless you're like one or two yards, man, leave that thing in there because we're not getting the results that we need to get. You know, we're not getting past the 25, you know, on average. We're not busting this thing out on, on, on average. So let's just leave it in there, save ourselves the trouble and then go ahead and start at the 25 yard line. But to to talk about the the entire special teams and what's happening is, you know, uh, inconsistency, sloppy, undisciplined. is like it's like Corona. It's
6: contagious.
5: (laughs) It's contagious, guys. Okay, it it, don't don't you you very rarely see one group of guys just be undisciplined, especially sometimes you see it as a team. So when when you start seeing it on, on offense, you start seeing it on defense. It don't all of a sudden stop when they get the special teams. Those same guys are involved in those other those other uh, um, you know those those other teams. So it's not like this whole group is quarantined somewhere else and they don't get a chance to get involved in with it. No, they right there with the rest of the Jokers. So it's contagious. So it goes from one group to the next group to the next group while all these guys are involved. And so you see the same thing. It's yielding the same results. Sloppiness and inconsistent uh, and undisciplined on offense. Sloppiness and inconsistent and undisciplined on defense. Sloppiness and inconsistent and undisciplined on special teams. It. it this ain't something that you can just separate. You, you, you don't separate that. Um, you know, by units, all these guys are, are the same dudes who are on offense and on defense. A, a lot of them play special teams. So, when you're seeing kicks get you know blocked, and you're seeing kicks going off the side, and you're seeing penalties, and you're seeing guys fumble the snap, well, hell, these are the same guys that are playing on offense and defense. So, it's it's it's, and I'm not making a light or a joke of Corona, but it's contagious like Corona, it gets in the group and it spreads rapidly.
6: So- how I, does it agree 100%? How does a special teams coach make an impact? I mean, is he telling them we need to block this certain way on a return or we're going to go left, we're going to go right? I mean, for, as a teams, fan, some of it's it special teams perfect.
5: make an impact. The only everything that you do in special teams has to be positive because you only get one shot. Mm-hmm. So any negative uh, uh, a muff punt um Uh, A a drop kickoff that starts your offense on the one yard line. Um, Anything that's not positive on special teams because you only get one shot. I only get one chance at a kickoff. I only get one chance at a punt. I only get one chance, you know, relatively speaking, unless you get a, a penalty. I get one shot. That's it. So if it's not positive, then you've hurt your team. And so that's why they, that's why it's so important because there's so much hidden yardage and 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 it, flipping the field. There's so many things that can happen. a special teams play that if it's not a positive play if you're not gaining positive yards putting your team in a positive field position putting your defense in a positive field position putting points on the board in a positive way nate talked about earlier that they they that the defense gave up 14 points well hell greg zirline missed two extra points that's two points that we just left on the field that should be a gimme for most guys in the National Football League that are are doing extra points, especially someone with his experience. So when you you start seeing stuff like that, anything that's not impactful in a positive way in the special teams game is negative.
0: And and you know what's amazing is uh, if we don't fix this this week against Cleveland, this thing going to really snowball because, as y'all said, we've seen the schedule. You know, and yeah, you got to play the rest of the NFC East, and you ain't, you know, and, and, and maybe you think that you can just blow through the NFC East. I don't. But th- these other teams are going to be nice. They, their special teams are nice. They got people that can bring it. Last night, the kid from the Ravens, uh, the, the the guy out of Texas, man, Duvenay, Duvenay. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hey, I'm just saying, we got to pick it up everywhere. And I'm with you, Jess. I don't know. I'm not going to use the virus to that effect, man, because. um,
5: mm. That
6: sounds like
5: The flu, the the (laughs) common cold. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> herpes. Whatever, use whatever, whatever vibes you want to choose.
6: <laughs> what you're yeah. talking about? You can't can never they, be positive. Herpes. That's terrible. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> can Jen. that be changed? Is that? Can the coaching change that, or is this players now? Is this a culture? I mean, is it? You're talking about you know they're being sloppy and all that. I mean, how do they? How do they fix that?
0: You know what? Uh, I, I I thank God that when I play, and I don't know about with, with Jess and his teams. And I know it was with Belichick. It, it get to a point where some players don't, don't allow that. As you saw what happened in the Seahawk game, and DK Metcalf did what he did, the coach got him, and he was kind of trying to walk away from the quarterback. Because the quarterback was like, oh yeah, you got to come see me, brother. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know if these guys are mentally tough like that and can hold each other accountable to that level, because like Jesse said, everybody's taking their turns and not performing. Um, it's, a, it's like a team full of, my bad, my bad, next play, my bad. It, that's what's happening, my bad, oh, that's what that one on me. Well if you get like 25 that ones on me, you lose games.
5: And there's a, there's a, there's a small percentage of me that thinks and i could be 100 percent wrong and if i'm wrong i'm okay with that but there's a small percentage of me that thinks a lot of this team a lot of the core of this team comes from a different culture and being that you didn't have a chance to really impose your will and impose your culture in person as a new head coach with these guys there's still some residue there's still some something that's still left herpes the, right no Big like herpes there's still some residue that is left still floating around in that locker room where 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 guys still may think a certain way and and i, and I, I just believe that i, I do believe that It takes a while to change a culture. It takes a while to truly come in and to put your mark on a group of men or a group of people in general, especially if the large majority of them have been uh, have been led by someone else for 10 years, for five years, six years. Uh, They've been led and taught. To think and to believe like someone else for so long, when you try to come in and implement yours, I think there's there's still some residue left of what we were before that we just hasn't we haven't quite cycled all the way out yet. And I think that's another reason why you still see Jerry and Stephen Jones being patient with this coaching staff because they're saying we, we still yes, we want results right now, but there's still there's still something, some film left on, on on this on this on this unit and this team on the side of the from, tub huh yeah you know what i'm saying you know you gotta get in there you gotta get in there with a little comet you gotta get in there with a little yeah, comet like man Clorox, you know chlorox yeah, yeah. or something man and, and get that elbow grease in there yeah. and, and work it out
6: wow wow
5: but you i could be wrong
6: oh that makes I, sense know, to me i mean you'd think that I, the, I, if you look at the records of the five teams that got new coaches I mean now some of those teams granted aren't very good but every team with a new coach is struggling a little bit so I think I think it's, it's got to be an impact that they didn't have an off season they didn't have the same time that, you know to in training camp to get together and really change the culture I think we're it's going to take a and we even talked about it before the season started that it could be three four five games before we maybe really see what this team's about. Hope so, at least. Hope they can change.
0: We're running up on our fourth game. and, uh, and, and, And this is by far, I think, the easiest game for the players defensively to dissect. They lining up Nick Chubb or the other kid, and they running at you. (laughs) <laughs> so it ain't a whole bunch of chicory. they got the two receivers <laughs> and the tight end and they all just getting in a place and coming at you so I mean they won't be saying it was the scheme that that blew up on them this time
4: well let's talk about that team that's coming here to come at us at AT at&t stadium in our next segment (laughs) we will be right back after our final break of the show this is hanging with the boys
3: If you can't find it, talk to your store manager and tell them Yokiero, Yo Kiero, yo Guacamole. Back to hanging with the boys.
4: <laughs> Welcome back to the SWBC Mortgage Living Room, Frisco, Texas. If you are coming to the game this weekend and coming to see that stadium, Jesse can tell you about that locker room. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> if you're coming make sure you know before you go wear a mask keep distance and be prepared for cashless transactions please be aware of all safe stadium policies prior to arriving at AT&T stadium visit dallascowboys.com safe stadium for details I will be there, and I'll make sure I dedicate an entire segment on Monday to let you know what that game day experience is like. We'll just put Nate on mute, and I'll take the segment over. Is that okay with you, Nate?
0: Yes, sir. Go at it, man. That way, Jesse <laughs> run off and leave us. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> and there'll be more fans in there, right? That they'll they open up the capacity a little bit more. I don't know. Are they? According to really Mr. Heard? According to Mr. Jones.
0: Oh, Miss okay. Joe, hey, Miss Joe, gonna handle this thing. <laughs> but by, <laughs> by the seventh game, this thing gonna be full capacity, baby.
5: <laughs> and and, and also news that may make some that may make some cowboy fans a little football horny. Uh, yesterday, reported that Earl Thomas was headed to Houston for a workout with the Texans. Well, today, it's been reported um, by multiple sources, Justina Anderson, is the name uh, one of them, that. The Houston, Texas, has kind of called off their workout or or or, or postponed their workout with Earl Thomas. So who knows? Maybe he's up eighty-five. I mean, forty-five north, coming back up this way. You know, you never know. You're gonna
6: start up them to, rumors again, aren't you? To
5: the to all the Earl Earl Thomas hive. Maybe Jesse, he's coming Forty five. Yeah. north.
6: Jesse, Jesse, Jesse. <clears throat> your, your
4: general manager and your owner has already said that. Don't do this to the fans.
5: Don't, don't. I'm just reporting the news as it
4: comes. Don't okay. do this to us.
5: Don't do this to the fans. Now, see, but I'm just saying it's reporting oh, here news.
6: Clarence Hill just tweeted out that there's nothing serious going on regarding talks with Thomas, so who knows? I uh, guess we'll just wait and see. Wait and see. I, I
4: just...
5: I, I don't Sit know. Sit on the porch and that.
4: wait and see.
5: Man, I tell <laughs> Sit you on our, the porch.
4: Our, our fans are just like, "Go get him, go get him, go get him." And to me, I'm like, "Something is going on with that with him because if he was that great of an asset, like guys like him don't grow on trees, no one is going after him. And that that's a real red flag to me. I don't know what it is. I don't know what's happening, but for some reason, no one's wanting to pick him up, and that's a huge like I, I don't know what's going on there. So our fans you, want them. Do you
6: think that? Do you think they need to do something though, or, or are you you good with their comments of saying they like what they you know they're going to go with what they got? Both McCarthy and Steven Jones said they're just yeah. kind of going to go. with I like it.
5: I like it. I like it. Give this coaching staff a chance to be with these players. I mean, we did you watch the game last night, Kurt?
6: No, I didn't see it, that much of it. No.
5: Well, they're, they're, Kansas City had wide receivers running butt naked down the middle, you know, over the top of safeties as well. Uh, same thing happened against green Bay and the saints. There's a lot of teams who's getting beat over the top and you don't, you don't hear everyone coming in saying, well, get rid of those safeties and bring in this safety. It happens in football games at times, you know, the, the Seahawks are giving up 430 yards of passing offense. You know, you think they yeah. can't use a safety or two? You know what I'm saying? So it's, it's not like this thing is 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 that we're just this outlier. And it's like, oh, my God, the Cowboys, if a pass goes over their head, get rid of everybody. Wait a second. Have we, do we watch football here? Like, this is a league where guys are throwing the football down the field. It happened last night. Uh, in the Ravens game, and, and and how how good is the Ravens defense? Right, they've made they've made history. Their whole franchise has been you know how good our defense is always is. We watched the the, the Green Bay Packers New Orleans Saints game, and you know, for the first time, it was the first time in history one receiver had two fifty yard uh, plus touchdowns, or, t- or catches in, in in a half. I mean, it happens everywhere, <laughs> and people are still aren't clamoring to run to go get a player that. Our fan base thinks that we so desperately need turn turn on Belief. the game to take your head out take your head out to sand and go turn on the game. It's happening everywhere.
0: But the only difference was Kirk. You even got to take at least those other players was trailing behind the receiver, and not still looking forward while they run it back. <laughs> at least they was trailing behind the receiver. Our guys was looking for like, huh, who got that guy? <laughs> Cover two, Kirk. All right. Kirk.
4: Kirk gave me a stat here that the Cowboys have only been ahead for about 13 minutes combined in their three games, and their largest lead has only been three points. As two offensive guys, if you're always constantly playing from behind, how tough is that mentally knowing that it's up to you to go make something happen? Do, do you put too, Are these guys putting too much on their, on their shoulders, or is that just part of the game? Where some games, some seasons, you're going to have to carry the load. Some seasons, the defense is going to carry you. Does that impact the outcome of the game, I guess, from the offensive side of the ball if you're always playing from behind?
0: It's it's multiple. As you ask that question, it's multiple answers. If you're a powerful offense, you really don't care. Uh, if you're a dominating defense like the Ravens normally would be, you know, Ray Lewis is just telling, hey, man, don't give up 14. You know, get us 14 points. We got this. Get us 21 points. We got this. Uh, you know, Kansas City a year or so ago before they won that Super Bowl, they're like, hey, we're going to score a bunch of points. Uh, hang on, defense. Just don't hurt us. But when you – but in this case here where your offense is supposed to be telling your defense, hey, man, just don't mess up, it's too late. I mean, you, you just – you're playing from behind. And it's hard to keep grinding, grinding, grinding. Like Jesse said, now you started, you're pressing, and you're looking for that perfect pass or that perfect run or that perfect block, and it just don't happen in the world of humans. And it can weigh on you as time goes on.
5: Yeah, and, and again, you speak of the Ravens, you, you, you got Ed Reed, you got Terrell Suggs, you got Ray-Ray uh, 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 Lewis. Ray Lewis, you got yeah. three Hall of Famers in that defense. So <laughs> yeah. You know, when, when, you, when, you, when you pack a defense with three Hall of Famers and a bunch of all pros, you know, yeah. Haloli, Nada, and all those guys, you know what? Life becomes a little bit easier to say, hey, here's, here's how we're going to do and dictate this pace. You know right. what I'm saying? And, and the same thing on offense, when you got an all-world quarterback and you got an all-world play designer Tidey, and a play yeah. caller, and then you got world-class speed on the outside, you know, things get a little bit easier. And this team... You, for the most part, you want some sort of balance. You want to know, you know what? The day that we aren't clicking on all cylinders on offense, defense, can you help us out a little bit? Can you not? Can you not give up so many touchdowns or vice versa? Hey, you know what? Offense, we ain't, we ain't, we ain't doing as good as we possibly could. So if you can help us out and score one more touchdown, just to make sure, I, I think the thing that you hit on that is so critical and important is there was a clear-cut identity of who the Ravens were. Yes. It was clear-cut. You go, you went into the game. Knew, they went into the game knowing, knowing exactly who they were. Kansas City goes into the game knowing exactly who they are. I still think this Cowboy team doesn't have an identity of, are we a passing team? Are we a running team? Are we, going to, are we going to rely on our defense? You know, we brought all these pass passverses in. Are we going to pass? I still think that there, it is undefined coming into a game what this team is going to be. Now, the numbers and the productivity will say, well, you're an offensive team or you're a passing team. Because, you know, in the last three games, Dak has passed for 39 attempts, 47 attempts, and then 57 attempts this last game. So the numbers would say. Well, you guys are a passing team. Well, that's because that's what the numbers say. I don't know if that's really the identity that these players go into this game and say, you know what, this is an offensive team, or we are a defensive team. It's still, it's still this unknown factor, and and you go into and you put pressure.
6: You put pressure on guys. I think McCarthy's definitely a, a passing uh, first offense. I mean, they're throwing it 60% of the time, which is tops in the league, and. You know, the analytics say you should be a passing-first offense, and he's all about analytics. So I think you're going to see that. I think this is going to be the norm. You're going to see close to 50%, 60% uh, passing every game. But is that good? Is that, are you can losing I, that balance? Can I ask a
0: question, Kirk? Can I ask sure. a question, Kirk? Did analytics tell you that when you're behind, <laughs> when you're behind all but 13 minutes of three games, ain't that what
6: you got to do? <laughs> well yeah it's okay so that's back you you said a minute ago that good offense doesn't matter they'll do their thing but it sounds like they have to being behind all the time is making a difference are you saying the cowboys is a job.
0: great offense are you you saying said Cow- that a minute ago. You no, no, I said about Kansas City. You know, you did. I Kansas City <laughs> is a great offense. That's what I said. I say uh, okay. the Ravens had a great defense. That's what I said. The Cowboys. I'm agreeing with Jesse. Who are they? You just told me that they spent 13 minutes out of three games ahead, mm-hmm. and the most they've ever been is three points. They. Yep. I'm asking you now. Are they a that great? Don't offense? That not sound very
6: offensive to me. I think they... I think they're going to be an off. They're going to be a run and gun, you know, shoot it out (laughs) offense. Get out, shoot (laughs) it out. They're going to sling it it out. out. I think that's that's what McCarthy wants. I think they're going to throw close to sixty percent of the time. You
4: like you like how Kurt couldn't even get halfway through that sentence, and he convinced himself that (laughs) the point he was about to make was not a good point, and he tried. to (laughs) – No,
5: I'm staying with my
6: point. I'm staying with my point. I'm staying. They're going to be throwing sixty percent of the time. Oh, you close that to an eye shadow. You see. Point that to you. <laughs> <Shut up.
1: laughs>
6: I'm telling you, this McCarthy wants to sling it around. That's that's the new age football, and that's the way he's going to take it. At least that's what his, the analytics would show you that, and that's what he seems to be. So I think, even well, we've been an analytic
0: disaster these last few games. We're the only <laughs> team that can't get the analytics right.
6: Kurt, you have a question. I think unless it. they're unless they got the lead, they're going to be throwing it.
4: You had a question in the in the break and I'll flip it around and ask you this question. This team by this team should be 0 and 3. They're they're 1 and 2. Do you feel better about this team right now than you did about this team last year that started out 3 and 0 but it was against the Giants, the the Washington and yeah, Miami. Three awesome. trash
6: three trash teams. Yeah, I do feel better because for that reason I think they still you know they they've got this new uh, coaching staff that i think they're still trying to get used to they're still trying to figure out their identity like you guys said um, but i and i think they've just placed, played played tougher competition i mean they again they went into seattle and despite all the bad things they did all the bad defense the turnovers the penalties the, you know the special teams all of that You know, they had the lead late in the game and were driving to win it. So, you know, against maybe the best team in the NFL. So, yes, I think they are definitely a better team than they were last year, at least at this point. Despite the record. Yeah,
5: I I don't think at any point in time in that game I believe that the Cowboys were going to win that game. You know, it's like you try to have that feeling. You know what, I got a feeling this team's going to come back and, and win this game. And they did exactly what... I thought they would do against a team that was giving up almost 500 yards of total offense. They went and got 500 yards of total offense, but at the end of the day, they couldn't finish the job. Um, I'm Go ahead on. I know. I know it's hard.
0: Your dad is getting involved. I know it's hard. Go <laughs> ahead <Let> on. Finish. <laughs>
5: Do you and like where they are now, though, back, and, compared to last year. Listen, one daddy didn't come back, and I don't want to run <laughs> this daddy off. I'm trying to hold on. To, I'm trying to hold on to Freaky Mike. You know what I'm saying? Uh, just, uh, just, just when dads get around me, they just go bad. I don't know why. Why is that? You know
0: it's only I tell you years. like this here, fellas. I tell you like this here. Sometimes when you play tough, physical, good teams, it spurs you. You know, because you pick your level of play up. And that happened to me when I played with the Cowboys. We played – our division was – the NFC East was physical. And we took some beatings. And, it, and it, But when we started to play some of the AFC teams back in that day, that wasn't so good. We started winning. And once we got that winning way, it, 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 it grew momentum. Maybe the Cowboys can get some momentum. Maybe they can, you know, uh, uh, even though Cleveland got a stout team. I mean, we say we say Cleveland, then we think bad. But look at some film; they don't look as bad as what their name is. So maybe we can get past Cleveland and start and get some momentum and start rolling. I mean, I don't, I don't know. Cleveland
5: is a more undisciplined, uh, 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 um, more undisciplined. They're more uh, just everything that we are. They're more. They're worse at it. Uh, and that's why they are – so they're, they're they're more inconsistent. They're more uh, uh, undisciplined. And as a team, they're more stupider than we are. And so that's the chance that we have to go in and beat Cleveland because they're got they, they going to do things more dumb than we do. <laughs> uh, 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 I
0: don't think so. Our offensive line better be intact. I promise let's, you. Let's they show the riches and tomorrow. them guys come. Yes sir, we, it's we Cowboys offense and Cowboys. Cleveland defense, right?
4: Yes sir, Cowboys yep, yep. offense, Cleveland yep. defense. We bring the show back. We'll run it back again tomorrow. We'll see if uh... well,
6: you didn't. You didn't tell us what you thought of the. Uh... Are you feeling better now? No, hell no. Have you watched the last three games? <laughs> nothing. I don't feel good about. nothing. No. No. Oh Santa Claus!
4: No. No. If they, hey, if they, I guess the what the one encouraging thing is, if they can take their heads out of their butts. It's all things that they can correct. It's not like you don't have the talent and you don't have the coaching and you don't have the creativity. You got it all. You just got to, you know, I feel like a broken record. I feel like we've heard this the last 10 years. You got to go out and execute, and they're not executing. They're not doing what they're supposed to do. If they can start doing what they're supposed to do, then you you got one of the top teams in the league. So, Let's see. But right now, no, I don't feel good at all. I I don't feel good about this team. But I think they can turn it around. But let's see if they do. So, Jesse, Nate, Kurt, it's been real. Chris, thanks for keeping us on the air. We'll be back tomorrow. We'll talk a little Browns, Cowboys. Hopefully, Wednesday will help Jesse get out of the gutter and get his life back on track. I was (laughs) better (laughs) today. We will be back tomorrow. Hanging with the
0: boys. Cover two. Cover two.